What's up, folks? The Existential Stoic Podcast. Do you wish you were successful? Maybe as successful as Benjamin Franklin? We'll use that example. Why not? Do you wish you know you kind of like were maybe a good person or had your values and virtues aligned? Well, look, today we're going to talk about values and virtue. I'm Danny here, my buddy Randy. What's up? Yo, Danny. So you came up with this topic. Why, why did you want to do values and virtue? Well, <clears throat> so we talk about Benjamin Franklin and a lot of people know him, you know. A lot of people maybe worship. I don't know if worship, but anyways, people know about him. No, I and, have a high, have an ideal of him. Maybe exactly. Yeah. They quote him all the time. They yada yada yada. There's a whole university in Pennsylvania that is, you know, that loves him. So, anyways, that being said, I was there listening. I, <laughs> I was <laughs> listening to this book. I think it was the one by Frank Betcher. How I raised myself from failure to success in selling, and Frank Betcher. He was like a contemporary of Dale Carnegie of how to win friends and influence people fame. So they both lived in the same time period. They both knew each other. Uh, They both went to the public speaking classes together, that type of thing. Well, towards the end of the book, Frank Betcher says, uh, you know, there's one thing that Ben Franklin has talked about as the most influential thing. Like this is towards his death as he's older where he says, this is the most influential thing I ever did in my entire life that's probably responsible more than anything else for the success in my life. And you're like, oh, that sounds good. I mean, this guy, University of Pennsylvania, flies kites, electricity, all this stuff. Tell me, what is it? Do it. (laughs) And, And it's like, it must be this hidden thing that he's never told anybody before. But it's not. It's his 13 virtues. So like, You've probably heard about them, like uh, temperance and uh, I forget what the rest. Uh, humility. I probably should have looked it up before the show. That's but, okay. A anyway. lot of them are classic virtues. It's not a big deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so he basically had thirteen virtues, and what he did was every week he would focus on another virtue. So he had like uh, you know for humility, he had humility imitate Jesus and Socrates. And so for like that week, he would focus on, okay, this week I'm going to focus on humility. I'm going to imitate Jesus and Socrates. When uh, he would have another one, like I think temperance was like, eat not to dullness, drink not to, no, drink not to dullness, eat not to, I don't know, whatever it was. Yeah, but temperance would, is like moderation food and drink. Yeah. yeah. And so he would focus on these things one week for each thing. And then after 13 weeks, he would just recycle it again. And in a year's time, he would get through it four times and so i actually after i read the frank betcher book the first time a few years ago i actually did this and for about six months i did it with ben franklin's virtues and i noticed that like i felt like i was making progress crazy enough as it was i was like wow this is cool but then there were certain virtues of his that i just really didn't care for you know, yeah, and they're like they're his virtues. That's like his life. And yeah. we talk about this, how like you need to find your own virtues and your own values. So this is something that I actually did recently where I sat down and I figured out my 13 virtues. Things <laughs> are important to me. And I started doing one per week and it's been pretty cool so far. So that's why I wanted to talk about this topic. That's actually a really good. That's a really good. Uh, that's a really good thing to do, though. That's really awesome, because I think most of us. You know, we talk about virtues and character and being a good person, but most people don't actually spend any time doing it. Mm -hmm. Like they just assume that they're doing it by default rather than actually 
you know, bothering to put effort in. And I think that's a really good thing you're doing because like you're actually thinking about it. You're forcing yourself to concentrate on one a week, which is a good way to like kind of, you know, I think you can't do them all at once. It doesn't work. It's like anything else. The more you focus on, the better you're going to be. So it's a really good way to do it. Yeah, that's awesome. It's mm-hmm. a good idea. Yeah. And finding your own. I think that's crucial, too, because you got to know, like, they got to be yours. They can't just pulling somebody else's list doesn't work because that's just relying mm-hmm. on, you know, externals to figure it out for you, which doesn't work out. Yeah. yeah. And here's the other thing. So, like, we've all heard Ben Franklin talk about his virtues and we know that it's important to him. And so, like, Frank Betcher, he would give these public speaking things and he would ask people, he'd like, how many of you have heard of Ben Franklin's virtues? And like, you know, at least half the room would, uh, would their hands would go up and he'd be like, how many of you have actually done this or done something like this? Nobody's hands would go up. And it's just, it's yeah. crazy because it seems like it's not that big of a thing. It's like, oh yeah, those are cool virtues. I could, I could totally get down with that. And honestly, I got to say like my own virtues that I picked, I am way more connected with them than anything that Ben Franklin wrote. So like already, it has a much bigger impact on me than following his virtues, but it's the, it's the daily reminder. And what I do is I just write it down on an index card and I just keep that index card with me. So as I put it into my pocket, I read it. As I take it out of my pocket, I read it throughout the day. Maybe I have my hand in my pocket. I pull it out. I read it. I think about it sometimes. And I'm just like, how can I actually work on this thing? It's a, it's a daily reminder of something that otherwise I would not be focused on, but for my life, and the direction I want my life to go, it's very important. No, it's a really good idea. I mean, I think that that whole like program would work with a lot of things, but especially with like your values and virtues and like really kind of trying to emphasize them. But you're right. I think getting them, getting down your own is really crucial because like you, you won't, you're not going to find, it's going to be so hard to do somebody else's list because it's just not going to work for you. You got to have the ones that work for you. I think, uh, mm-hmm. Nietzsche says that he says something along the lines of, you know, like my values are my values. Like they should be my own, not yours, because they should reflect who I am and what's important to me. So finding that will make it so much easier to do and identifying what's important to you. It really gives mm-hmm. you a sense of like, you know, making being a good person is no longer this abstract thing. It's something you're actually doing every day, which is really cool. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. 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 Did, what kind of virtues did you pick out of curiosity? Yeah, if so, you don't mind sharing. Uh, first, I don't... first, I actually looked up Ben Franklin's virtues because I think we should discuss his. So we, that's fine. So like he had, and then we can all steal yours. Temperance, which is eat not to dullness, drink not to elevation. He had silence, speak not, but what may benefit your, others or yourself. Avoid trifling conversations. Other things like order, let all your things have their places. Resolution, resolve to perform what you ought, perform without fail what you resolve. Frugality, industry, sincerity, justice, moderation, cleanliness, tranquility, chastity. That one really didn't resonate with me. And then yeah. humility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so like he had he had some good ones, but there were some of them that I just didn't really resonate with. So <clears throat> I came up with some and I'm not going to share all of them because, you know, some of them are a bit uh, personal. That's fine. Things like integrity. So like I've read in a lot of books on business, how they all of the top business successes, the one thing that they have in common is a very, very high sense of integrity. And I think that's also important. Like uh, there's that book by Martha Beck is something about integrity. I don't remember. It's really focused uh, on integrity. (laughs) But it was in that book. Yeah, uh, it was was, an Oprah, Oprah's book club book, too. Uh, That's good. It's cool in that book because she defined integrity 
as it actually comes from the word integer, like the same root Latin word for integer, which is like the mathematical thing. So being whole and undivided, which is pretty cool when you think about it in terms of like yourself being true to yourself. And she also says it's the cure for unhappiness and your way home to peace, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But well, it's knowing yourself, right? And being who you are in all times and not letting that ever sway. So I think, yeah, it's a really good one. And mm-hmm. it's a good reminder to you, right? I think like in business or in anything we're doing, like it's so easy to get pulled away from what matters to us or to sacrifice our values or to sacrifice something important to us because we think we're going to get to some end faster. But in reality, we're only hurting ourselves because it's going to come back and bite us in the ass or we're going to find out that like, you know, we're doing things that we're not comfortable with or whatever. So, yeah. I think it's a really good one to have. Dude, and it can it can ruin us for like the whole day. I remember there was this other day where there was something that I didn't want to do, but I just forced myself to do it in the morning. And then I just was off the whole rest of the day because I lost yeah. integrity with myself, like yeah. early in the morning. And it's just but so some other things that I had. Uh enthusiasm. I think that's an important one. Uh one. they say that it's by far the highest paid and rarest quality on earth, which is pretty cool. Uh yeah. Other things like uh, luck. Okay. So a lot of people think that they have bad luck or good luck. There's actually this book called The Luck Factor, where it talks about four key things that differentiate lucky people to unlucky people. And actually, very interesting book, especially if you think you have bad luck, because he took a whole bunch of people who thought they had bad luck. And in three months, they all knew that they were lucky. He completely changed. Yeah. 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 So like some of the things, uh, the four main things that he talks about that book is you create chance opportunities. You listen to your intuition, intuition, you have positive expectations and you transform bad luck into good fortune. So like, yeah, I think crucial there though, I was going to say is that the transforming bad luck into good fortune is how you interpret things, interpreting Mm -hmm. it in a way that's positive. And that positive attitude is important because you, the negativity is like self-fulfilling always. You're going to interpret the world that way no matter what. So you're going to think you have no luck if you're negative all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Some other things I had are vitality, like just, mm-hmm. you know, be lively. Uh, diligence. So being persistent and patiently doing the work that you need to do. Uh, gratitude. Here, so luck. like with, with each of them, yeah. kind of like what Ben Franklin did with each of them, I wrote a little like a little blurb just to help me remind like either some good quotes that I have or things that I've read somewhere. That's a good way to do it too. Cause I was going to say like, you know, if people are trying this, they don't have to be like, you don't have to go to a list of virtues from the ancients and pick them. You can come up with whatever really values resonate with you and then just mm-hmm. give a little blurb about what it means to you. So you can even yeah. use, you know, it doesn't matter what the words are really in the end of the day. Just yeah. choose things that work for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, gratitude. So like I like I like this one. I heard this in some book that I was listening to where half the battle is getting what you want. But the more important half is appreciating what you have. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, oh, so that hits home. Like, yeah, I look around and like all this stuff is stuff that I wanted. But how often do I actually, actually appreciate it? Uh, and then also faith, not in a religious sense of sense of have faith, but like have faith in the future. Because I think that's really yeah. important for me as well. It is. So, yeah. It's so, I, yeah. I mean, that's not all of them, but that's the gist of them. And uh, it's again, I've been doing this for a few weeks. It's open to editing and different things like that. Uh, but I think for the time being, that's what I'm going to be working on. Because 
it's it's just one of those things where like if you want to be anything that one man can do another man can do or woman yeah. or non-binary whatever like so whatever it is it's true whatever it is and so the cool thing is here's a super successful guy okay he's he's been dead for 200 years and people still talk about him all the time and he said here's the one thing that i did that was most responsible for my success in life and it's really not that hard to do well no you know what's funny though but think about like that's so funny about all this stuff is most of it is just reminding yourself because it's so most people i think i think most of us want to be good people we want to have be successful. We want to have better lives. But our biggest fault is we get distracted. We don't know what we really want in the sense of like what goals we really, really want. Instead, we align ourselves with things that other people tell us we should do. And we don't really we don't really know our values. So we don't really work on any of it. And this just is a reminder every day to work on something and work towards something that's good for you. And like you said, it's plastic. You can change it. If some if one of them doesn't work out or you feel like, okay this one's maybe not working for me, you can change to something else. It's not the end of the world. And like, mm -hmm. you can make your own list and then you're actually living a life of value that is defined by you, which I think is probably the best thing you can do because that's being authentic to who you are, right? Rather than trying to model yourself under somebody else's image, which is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the difficult parts, and this is true for me as well, is just like the, the word values or virtues it doesn't really translate well to English. It's not, yeah. you know, it's like every day we, we, cause we talk about oftentimes we'll bring up values or virtues. And for a long time, I was like, what the heck are those? Like what good or bad? Yeah. Like, but yeah. Well, and I still, don't, I still don't have a good answer for, Oh, go on. Well, I was going to say it's like yeah, character, character traits. traits. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. Like, if I remember correctly, this might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's right. Uh, I think the root word for virtue in uh, in Greek is like it's like a craft. So it's like, hmm. and by definition, it's something that you build like a skill. You know, it's something that you you don't just have, but it's something that you like might have propensity towards, but you have to build it up like a skill. It's like anything else; you work towards it, and ah. then you you get it right. You develop it. So if you think That's of it in terms of like cool. character traits, and if you think of it in terms of like skills i think is a better way to maybe think about it for modern listeners like so it's just like you know it's just like being able to speak well it's just like being able to like you know even exercise right whatever it is you can develop these things it's just a part of being a person and developing certain parts of yourself that's all yeah. hmm. that's a really good uh definition is like character traits skills things that you work on because they are they're you'll never be perfect at them no yeah nor are they but given though either because i think most of us we think of it as like you know we think of ourselves as good and don't bother to do anything and just assume mm -hmm. that we are whereas most people i think probably like you know probably are not as good as they think they are not in a bad way just because they don't spend time working on it and you get distracted it's so easy to get distracted or to you know be caught up in your own bullshit and not be aware of the world around you you know when you're doing things so yeah yeah and also another way that it's helpful to work on one of these every week is it, so like in the morning when I'm journaling, I, I just ask myself, like, how can I improve my integrity? Where have I been out of integrity? And it just helps reflect on it and figure out where I can learn from it. 
that's like one of the best practices too. Anything that gets you to reflect on these things on a regular basis is going to be positive because you're going to start asking the right questions, right? Like, where do I need to do this more? What's important to me? You know, why is this matter? Like all these questions that like, I think, again, most of us don't ask on a regular basis. We don't think about, you know, we don't think about why it matters that I have integrity or why it's important that I don't go, you know, I don't do something that's contrary to my core values because it'll hurt later. You know, we just look at the immediate goal or the immediate, you know, end that we want to achieve and we forget everything else. And mm-hmm. that's where, you know, we've run into real trouble, I think. Yeah. yeah. And this is something that philosophers throughout the ages have been talking about is just living a life of virtue. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, the Stoics mm-hmm. thought that's all that was necessary to live a good life, right? Was to be virtuous, was to develop those, your virtue and your character. That mattered more than anything else. So, yeah, I think it is good. That's pretty really cool. Good, yeah, it's a good practice. I'm going to have to try that because I think it's a really good way to kind of keep it in mind. You know, it's funny because every time I teach ethics, you know, I'm talking to my students about it, it's like everybody has a sense of like, I think these things, but they don't work on them. Like very few people actually bother to work on it or think about it. And, mm-hmm. you, you know, you read some of these ancients like Aristotle and stuff is very explicit. The Stoics are very explicit about it, but like it's clear it takes a lot of work. It's not something you just get. And that's what's funny. But yet most people don't bother and don't even think about it. And so are mm-hmm. we missing something important about human life? Because is this a big factor? I think it is like, you know, you have to live with yourself at the end of the day. And so being a good person you know, at least if you can live with yourself that way, everything else should be okay. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I, I told you this story before, but it's definitely apropos for this. Is There was this guy, I was at a, medita- a meditation retreat, and there was this guy who was talking about how, uh, who was talking about gratitude and keeping like a list of everything that you're grateful for. And after he went through his list of, of things that he was grateful for, someone in the audience stood up and said, wow, that's incredible. Because I, for a long time, he was he was talking about how he was very successful in business. And so because he was successful in business, he made a lot of money. He had a beautiful house. He had beautiful cars. He had a beautiful wife or partner or whatever. And he was really good at this gratitude thing. He was like, he kept to every day, thank you for my beautiful house. Thank you for my beautiful car. Thank you for my beautiful wife. Thank you for this incredible life. And then COVID came and just all of it disappeared. His business went kaput, lost everything. Okay. And then he had a really hard time being grateful because all the stuff that he was grateful for was gone. Whereas with virtues, those are things that will never leave you, especially, especially if you work at them regularly. So those are things. And this was the guy who was giving the presentation on gratitude was like his gratitude list was basically a bunch of virtues. Like, thank you for my ability to love. Thank you for uh, my honesty. Thank you for the friendships that I have and and my ability to relate with people. And like all these things that were basically virtues, character traits that he had developed in himself that he was grateful for, whether things were going great for him in life or whether things were going terrible for him in life, he could be grateful for those things that he had worked on in his life. Well, you know, it's funny, like, that's one of the things that ancient said was like, you know, virtue, one of the things it gives us is it gives us like an inner balance, right? You know, we know who we are, we're aware of what matters to us, of what's important. And so we can face life's ups and downs in a more sort of level way. 
we're not going to be like it's not going to be a roller coaster every time we're like you know we're running away from ourselves or we're trying to distract ourselves from something instead we know who we are so we can handle the ups and downs in life way more level-headed than we otherwise would be able to because we have a core center right that we know that we can we can value that we appreciate and i think that's the thing they don't go away right they're not something that can be taken away from you everything else can you can lose everything else in life but you're not going to lose who you are so Mm-hmm. And that's a really good point. And it's interesting because it's the way it's super easy to be grateful for things when things are easy, you know, and you have a bunch of stuff. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. way harder yeah. when like things are going bad and like, but there's, you can't predict what's going to happen. There's going to be ups and downs in every life. Mm-hmm. It's life, you know? Yeah. Life is tough, but you got to make the best of it that you can. You do. Yeah. And I think you're right. Though. I think working on yourself is like one of the best ways to do that because you just you know who you are and you feel better about it. And it's a great reminder. It's a really good thing, though. I got to try that because it is a good way to just remind yourself every day of like and weekly yeah. of these things. Dude, I re- and you cycle I, through. So by the time you come back, like, you know, it's stronger. Yeah, because back when we were recording this in person together, you remember years ago in the car? Yeah, we yeah, were a recording? while ago. That was that was back when I was working on it. And I I felt like it really did make a positive effect on my life going through those things. Even though there were some of them I didn't really connect with that much. Uh it still worked. I think it worked really well because I did learn and grow from it. So now I'm really excited to have my own virtues that me that are more impactful to me and see what that can do. You know, and the way you did it too, I would say if anybody wants to try this. Even finding a list like Ben Franklin's list is a good starting point. I'm not, I don't want to deny it. Like, it is a good place mm-hmm. to start because, like you said, you can find out which ones you resonate with, maybe why, keep those definitions and toss the rest and then fill in others. And it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be 13. It could be 10. It could be 15, whatever. It could be any number you want. But finding the ones that are right for you, sometimes just trying other people's definitions out might help. You might tweak them and just understand that, you know, you might have to change some of this as you go, but that's okay nothing wrong with that yeah at least you're working towards it right yeah it's a it's a work in progress like everything else in life we are but it's all of us you know, are. It's, <laughs> yeah but it's it's living the examined life which is pretty cool because that's yeah. that's what the that's what all the ancient ancient philosophers did they yeah, actually examined life, examined their life instead of just playing on yeah. tiktok yeah well it's a crazy part right that's what Socrates said the unexamined life is not worth living and most people don't examine anything they hide from them. In fact, they actively avoid examination because mm-hmm. it's scary. And because you have to fit, you have to take, you know, I think the biggest thing people fear is that you have to take responsibility for it. When you examine your life, you realize that it's you that's responsible for the things you're in control of. And that's terrifying. So instead we just avoid it. But if you start doing it, you see that I think the benefits of it are so great that it doesn't, you stop looking at it as a negative. Because mm-hmm. now you're in control rather than letting the world control you. And I think that's way better. Bingo. Yeah. Awesome. So that's yeah. it for values and virtue then, right? Mm-hmm. Else All right. Well, there you have it then. I hope everybody can take this. It's a great, that's a great practice. Everybody starts doing it and tries it out. Give it a shot. It won't hurt. We'll be back later this week with another quick fix. Check us out on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Please like, share, subscribe. It'll help us out a lot. And until next time, later, Andy. Later, Danny.